On July 16, 1996, an hour and a half storm in Winnipeg brought hailstones up to 70 millimeters in diameter. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. The storm caused extensive damage to cars, buildings, and vegetation, dented roofs, shattered windows, and was responsible for $150 million in damages to the city of Winnipeg, one of the costliest hailstorms ever in Canada. This day in weather history. The storm complex initially formed approximately 70 kilometers west of Vivian, Manitoba, where there is radar coverage, and therefore in the region close to the capital city of Winnipeg. As the storm intensified, it tracked southeastward to approximately 40 kilometers west-southwest of the radar before the complex moved into a sparsely populated region, and then the severe weather reports ceased. So just what happened in that critical 30 kilometers? The July 16, 1996 Winnipeg hailstorm had two WBERs occurring simultaneously during the early stages of the storm's development. Now, BWER is an, a meteorological acronym, and it stands for Bounded Weak Echo Region. It's also known as a vault. A vault is a radar signature within a thunderstorm. It is very localized and is recognized by its low-level radar reflectivity that extends upward into and is surrounded by higher reflectivities aloft in the atmosphere. For this to occur, you have to have a very towering cloud structure, for one, and if you have that forming, then you also have, therefore, strong updraft, just simply by association. And if you have this, then you most certainly have thunderstorms, because this kind of signature characteristic is almost always found in the inflow region of a thunderstorm. This is critical in radar analysis because by identifying the location of the updraft region, you're likely to find locations where severe weather normally occurs, is what we look for. And important to this story, strength of that updraft found within the BWER supports the growth of large hailstones. Find this, and you can also find the direction of motion of the parent supercell storm. And that is where all the action happens. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event, from when it happened, in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. I'd like to remind you where you can catch this podcast if you might be picking this up off our site or from within a story. You can look up or ask for This Day in Weather History, wherever you normally listen to your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, and now every day on yahoo.ca. The bounded weak echo region will normally occur during the transition from a severe multi-cell complex into a more organized line of storms within a supercell. The damaging hail in Winnipeg that reached the size it did occurred after this transition while it then transitioned again to heavy rain and smaller hail during the actual and eventual collapsing of the BWER. 
Manitoba Public Insurance received 24,500 claims for hail-damaged vehicles, the single largest catastrophic event in the corporation's history. And it happened on this day in weather history. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there on the very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to, and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on. All right, I know today's episode was a bit of a lecture hall followed by a little bit of a tutorial breakout, but that's the nature of a story called This Day in Weather History. Tomorrow is July 17th, and on this day in weather history, I remember an event that I was in. Tomorrow, we revisit the 2006 tornado outbreak of Ontario and Quebec, right here on this podcast, with me, your host, Chris May.